Welcome to Music Ed Talk. Today, I'm joined by Dr. LaDonna Tyson. We will be discussing topics relating to issues among performance assessment, specifically within show choir competitions, and the potential answers to them that may help music performance assessment as a whole. Her dissertation, Analysis of a Research-Based Show Choir Competition Adjudication Rubric, Reliability and User Perceptions, centers upon these same topics. Dr. Tyson is in her 16th year as Choral Director and Assistant Director of the Brownstone Center of the Arts at Pearl River Community College. LaDonna also serves as an adjunct instructor at the University of Southern Mississippi. PRCC ensembles under her direction have performed at both the MMEA, ACDA in-service conference and the Louisiana ACDA conference. Before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. This is so exciting. Um, as you said, I am in my 16th year at Pearl River Community College. So most of my students are only here for their freshman and sophomore year of college, and then they transfer, um, hopefully, to a university to continue their studies. Um, but prior to that, I taught in a high school. And so when I was at that high school, Petal um, High School in Mississippi, it's a predominantly show choir program. Um, and I myself am a show choir uh, kid. I'm a product of a show choir program and a choral program. And so that is just kind of how my career in education began. And so when it was time for me to start doing research for my dissertation, um, I think the best advice someone gave me was to choose a topic that I know and that I'm involved in and that I care about. So um, show choir was just a part of my music education. And so I just wanted to continue that. Um, I no longer teach show choir here at Pearl River Community College. Um, we do have choral ensembles and um, a contemporary acapella ensemble, and that's just what worked best for my students and my community and my budget. Um, but I still adjudicate and host a show choir competition every year. It's a major fundraiser for our organization. So um, I just wanted my research to be something that was practical and usable for the teachers that I know. So what was the major problem that your research centered on? Um, there is no sort of standardization for adjudication in the world of show choir. Um, show choirs occur nationally, um, even though there are pockets in some areas of the country where it's more predominant. Um, the Southeast has a really predominant um, and highly competitive um, show choir community. And then, of course, the Midwest and then California. And there are a few schools in the Northeast and in Texas. Um, but from somebody that judges five or six comp competitions every year, I noticed that every week I was seeing a different score sheet. There was no sort of standardization and they were all global, meaning here, here's a category and here are zero to 10 points and just pick a point that you think that that group performed. So there was no way for me to say, what is a seven? Is that what I think is a seven or is there a standard seven? Um, and then to make sure that what I was, what my seven was, is that the same as the person next to me and their seven? Um, so there was just a lack of standardization and I didn't see any sort of change occurring or conversations towards a change. And um, as a former high school director, I know that for 
directors of middle school and high schools, their job performance is so often related to the ratings that they receive at contests and competition. And that is not just show choir, that is choral, that is instrumental. Um, for administrators that maybe don't have a background in music education, they want you to score well, win, um, have high ratings to justify what you're doing in the classroom. And I disagree with that completely, but it's the world that we live in, unfortunately. Um, so I think that it's important that we have great standards of adjudication and that there are conversations about that because that's how programs are getting support from their communities and from their administrators. How did you begin this research process? Um, my first year of my doctoral studies at the University of Southern Mississippi, my very first semester, we had to um, design a project. And I don't even really remember what the specific instructions were, but it was just kind of getting us used to research. And so my advisor and professor and I were talking and um I had been thinking about these issues in show choir and I was like, you know, I'd really be interested to know what other directors thought about the things that I'm thinking about in terms of score sheets. Um, and I had recently judged a choral um, festival in Alabama and seen a rubric um, that was weighted. And I thought, I wonder if that could work for show choir. And so I, st I did a survey of directors and put it on Facebook and some of the, um, community groups for choral directors and show choir directors, and then emailed it to those people that I know um, who are show choir directors. And it was basically just tell me how you feel about current um, adjudication standards and current score sheets. And then I asked them to complete a survey ranking the most important things um, that we typically see on a score sheet in terms of um, importance for each category. So for show choir in the vocal category, um, I had a list of everything that we typically see on a score sheet. So um, tone quality, intonation, dynamic sensitivity, rhythmic accuracy, projection, those things. And then I asked them to rank those. And then I did the same thing for a visual performance category, which is um, style of movement, difficulty of choreography, intensity, facial expressions, costumes, and then um, the same for overall effect. And then I took the results of that survey and built a weighted rubric um, based on that survey. And then after my professor and I kind of worked on that, I used it in my show choir contest. And then my friends in Mississippi who come to my contest and also have contests decided that we would adopt that for our entire state. So every contest in Mississippi uses this rubric now. Um, which in itself is a huge victory just to have one thing that we all use as a standard um, from week to week. And when these teachers and educators were prioritizing these different areas of performance, what were some of the top areas identified or agreed upon? Um, I think probably none of that was very surprising. Intonation, tone quality, dynamic sensitivity. And it highlighted such a problem in the typical score sheet that's a global score sheet where um, for, for show choir, I would get frustrated every week when I would see a score sheet and I would have 10 points allotted for intonation. And then like on down the score sheet, I would also have 10 points allotted for costumes. And I couldn't make sense of why costumes were equally as important as singing in tune. So 
Um, I, I don't think that I was surprised, but I think it made everybody sit back and think, hmm, why, why is that? Why, why are costumes as important as intonation? Because they're not. Um, so there was nothing really surprising. I think it just put a physical, something that I could look at and touch and see that was like, oh, we all agree on these things. It's not just in my brain. So over your years of using different forms throughout different kinds of competitions, what were some common omissions that you've seen through these forms or additions that you would recommend for certain forms? I think, um, I, I don't really know of anything that's submitted. If anything, I see score sheets that have too many categories. Um, and, and I would like to maybe, or, and, or, too many points, you know, if I'm judging and there's 250 points available, that's just a lot. Um, the other thing that I don't see a lot um, for the global score sheets, I think I would have even been a little bit happier with those if there were some sort of qualification for what a seven is, what's a two. Um, I've judged numerous um, competitions, both show choir and choral, where I was given a score sheet where the categories were maybe each worth 10 points. But we were instructed, we really don't give anything less than a five. We want to be encouraging. Well, why are numbers one through five there if I can't use them? If you're telling me that I can only score a group five through 10, well, now my points are narrowed and, and I'm not trying to be mean, but if it's a three, it's a three. So it just seemed like there was not a lot of thought behind that. Um, so something that was important to me, in addition to weighting the categories and giving weight to, um, to things that were more important, like intonation, um, was to have a rubric associated with descriptors that say, okay, this is what a six or a seven is um, in terms of consistency of tone, for example. So it wasn't just weighting the points. It was providing a standard to look at and make sure that what we are doing um, has a reason behind it, not only for scoring and for ratings, but for teaching and for feedback. So those kids that maybe um, lost and didn't do a really good job on a contest are able to go back into that classroom the next day and the teacher can show them the rubric and say, here's where we're really good. You have consistent dynamic sensitivity. What we're not consistent as is tone quality. And I think that it is just more helpful as a tool for specific feedback. As part of your research, you designed your own rubric? Correct. And how was the feedback to that? Um, for the most part, it was really great at the time. <laughs> now that it's all done, people want to change it, um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, it, it was really good, I think, because it was the first time that anybody's tried to do this. And I think people were just grateful that somebody was thinking about it and trying um, and I hope that people continue to think and try and that somebody makes one that's better than mine and that adjudication procedures continue to evolve. Um, so from directors and um, teachers who compete and, and got it from that side of it, they really liked it. From the user side of it, side of it um, the usability of it from a judge's perspective, 
the feedback was a little more mixed. It was overall still very positive, um, but it was such a departure from what things had been that there was a little bit of resistance um, because, you know, you have these directors or adjudicators that come in and they've been judging for years using the same score sheets. And so they are able to go in and sit down for a weekend, mark their things, get their checks and go on about their business. And now we're asking them, I mean, it it is a little more cumbersome because we're asking them to read the descriptors. We're asking them to really think about the numbers that they're putting on a page or in Carmen. Um, A lot of my rubric is in Carmen and, and Sherman Charles has done a great job in working with us about that. But you know, it's going to be more cumbersome. I can't fit it on one page um, with with what I wanted to do. And also getting used to some things are worth 10 points, some things are worth seven points, some things are worth five points. So I just think that it was new and people weren't as familiar with it. And so one of the things that um, as a part of my research, I asked the contest, um, nine contests used it for my research. And I asked the directors of those contests if they would provide an orientation to their adjudicators. So I had a brief online orientation um, that was just like you click and read about it. And everyone emailed that orientation to their adjudicators at least a week prior to their contest and then sent them an actual PDF of the rubric so that they could familiarize themselves with it before the contest day. And then when they got to the contest, there was another like a brief orientation to the rubric. So I think something that can be improved upon, not just for this rubric and show choir is adjudicator training. You know, there's only so much that a score sheet can do. It's really about the person behind the table and their qualifications and their um, willingness to learn and receive and, and change the way that they're doing things to improve across the board, choral adjudication standards. What recommendations would you give to others who may be also working within their state's organizations to unify the rubric and adjudication system they use? Um, I think it's important that the first people that you talk to are the teachers in the classroom. Um, Because like I said before, that's how they're being judged by their administrators and their community is how they place at these contests so often. So I think it's important to get their feedback. Um, It may be that directors in Alabama don't like a weighted rubric and they want something different. So I think that that is important. Um, And I don't think it's one of these things that somebody does on their own and then says, here, I did this. I think that you have to work with others. And I think that um, I know for me, looking at other rubrics also helped. What are other people doing that's working? What are we doing that aren't that that's not working? And how can we work together through that? Um, I know before we really started this, we didn't have any sort of organization that was dedicated to show choir contests in Mississippi. Um, There's a contemporary and commercial chair for ACDA in our state. um, And that primarily handles our all state um, show choir, but it has no sort of um, governance over contests and competitions. So one of the things that this has brought about is we kind of started our own organization with those of us in the state that host a competition. And not only did we use the rubric and, and standardize that for our state, 
we decided that we're going to have the same rules and procedures so that um, when you come to my contest in February and then you go down the road and go to a different contest in March, you're playing by the same rules, the same procedures, the same policies. Our admission prices to the contest are the same. It has just really helped standardize that ensemble in our state. So I think my, my and I have digressed a little bit, I think, from your original question, but I think that it's something that you do as colleagues and, and that you work together as a team and find what works for your state. And I saw within your dissertation that there was not a lot of research within this area. Why do you think that is so? Um, yeah, there's none research in this area, <laughs> which, you know, as a graduate student, that's one of the things they tell you is to find something and add to the body of liter literature where there's not anything. Um, and so that was easy for me because there is nothing for show choir. Um, and, and I'll just say this is my personal opinion. So it is not research based or empirical in any way. Um, anecdotally, I think that show choir is seen as a lesser um, art form, as a lesser ensemble than maybe our typical choral ensembles, um, because we do popular music. You know, um, it's seen as not as difficult, maybe not as academically sound. And there are valid arguments for that. I've seen programs where it's not academically sound and music is not being taught. But I've seen amazing show choir programs that have a ton of students and they're teaching sight reading and they're sending kids to all state, um, not just for show choir, but for other honor choirs. And they're competing in district choral festivals and show choir festivals. Um, and I think that somehow we have decided that popular music, even though maybe it's more culturally relevant to our students, is less than in the music classroom. And so I think there's a way to have both. And if others wanted to talk to you about this topic, how may they be best able to reach you? Um, email is always the best way to reach me. And I would love to talk more about this topic. I'm super passionate about it. Um, my email address is ltyson at prcc.edu. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Tyson. Thank you for having me. This was great. Music. <laughs>